What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Wag Brackets, probably the only podcast that is disappointed Kid Rock wasn't named Ted Rock. So at the beginning of a song, you'd be like, my name is Ted Rock. I'm your host, Mike. And we have on two people that are huge, huge Kid Rock fans. Uh, I kid you not. No, I actually kid you. Nobody's a Kid Rock fan. I'm going to make, I'm going to go out on a limb and say nobody listening to this show is a Kid Rock fan. So there we go. And if you are, uh, it's been nice to know you. But I'm your host, Mike, and we have on two great podcasters from about 37 podcasts. We've had them on a couple times. Always fun. Uh, these guys are uh, Zach and Dylan, and they're from Talking Upstream. And they're from the podcast podcast, a podcast show, I think. And they are collectively known as some nobodies, along with a couple of their other uh, buddies that do all kinds of podcasting out there in Colorado and in the vicinity. So how are you guys doing today, Zach and Dylan? Doing oh, well. man. Doing great. Thank you very much for having us back on here. Uh, you're actually kind of incorrect. Dylan is a Kid Rock fan. He uh, has Creed, Kid Rock, and uh, I think a solo album by... Uh, the lead singer of Creed, whatever his name is. Um, and d- so we have like these uh, pseudo personas. I was Noah Body for a long time. And what he asked to be called was Adult Rock because he thought that he was a better version of Kid Rock. Um, and that's, if you look at his, uh, you know, his appearance right now, it is solely based on Kid Rock. So you're, unfortunately, Mike, you're not right. You're partially right, Zach. Um, I say I'm a Kid Rock fan because I consider myself a child at heart and I'm a fan of geology. <laughs> yeah, that's- I hate you. <laughs> it's actually a good point so yeah you know what when you think about it that way kid rock is probably more educated than i am he probably is more educated than i am i know he makes a lot more money than me that's, <laughs> that's <right>. very true <laughs> yeah that's that's the unfortunate thing when you know that you could go to a bar and kid rock could outpick you up not because he's a better looking dude but just because he's filthy rich and filthy and rich so, so. yeah so that's i'm neither i'm neither of those i'm neither filthy nor rich <laughs> oh, I forgot this is an audio medium that that doesn't work. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these guys are used to the video. Dylan's over here doing some weird stuff, and uh, Zach's sitting in his kitchen right now and hoping that the dog will get around to cleaning up for him. But with that said, uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing over here at the Whack Brackets podcast. I'm asking the burning questions you never knew you wanted answered until we ask them. We bring on fellow podcasters and friends of the show, such as. Dylan and Zach here, and we will bracket off similar contestants using irrelevant, ever-changing questions. If you guys are ready to go, we will take it to the next level. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Oh, hells to the yes. So we, again, are going to bracket off, if I didn't say it, I don't think I did, we're going to bracket off outdated technology. And the first question, we are going to pit a VCR against a typewriter with a question being, which one of these two would be better in a fight? Zach, what do you think? You know, the thing is about these two things, this is the outdated technology to sum up me and Dylan perfectly. Uh, I I am the human embodiment of a VCR, (laughs) and he he is a walking typewriter. This is interesting. Uh, But unfortunately, I'm going to have to say typewriter for some reason. I feel like whenever I see a typewriter hit the ground, 
it feels like an anvil that has bells in it and it makes the coolest sound and it it just seems like it weighs too much and i have i'm literally looking at three vcrs right now i, I still watch vhs tapes uh and i've dropped a couple and they're boring. They're just shoe boxes of a couple pieces of metal. There's nothing in them. So I'm going to have to say, although I love the VCR, I'm going to have to say a typewriter is better in a battle. You know what? I'm going to interrupt Dylan here, and I'm going to disagree with you and make Dylan decide the winner of this because I'm going to go with a VCR. And I think you are right on the level that typewriters are heavier and they would probably hit harder. But there's a couple of problems with typewriters that you have to take into account. Problem number one is they usually have like the flip door on the front, which is where you're going to try to grab it from. And if that thing swings, it's going to break off. Secondly, it's pretty damn heavy. So you got to get some real good momentum going. You're going to get punched in the face before you ever swing around and hit somebody with it. Third, what if you get your fingers caught in those little type spoke thingies? So there's, there's a lot that could go wrong with the typewriter. VCR, like you said, is pretty simple. Uh, mechanically, you probably have to grab it by the door, I would think, would probably be your best bet. Uh, the old VCRs, not as heavy as typewriters, but they have a little more girth and harder, like the jagged edges. So if you picked up like an 80s VCR, you could probably get it not quite as heavy as a typewriter. Get the sharp edges you might not get in a typewriter, be able to swing it. And then as a bonus, uh, you'd probably also bust up that 70s porn tape that your brother had stuck in there when you first got it. And then, um, you know, you don't have to see those people that are as hairy as as like wild animals anymore. All right, well, here's my rebuttal on that. If you think about which one you'd rather be hit by, I would easily rather be hit by a VCR than a typewriter any day. But this, I don't disagree with you there. That's, but the question is, in a fight, which is better? Uh, of course, you don't want to get hit by an anvil, but it's going to be hard to pick up and swing an anvil. But if somebody's got a baseball bat, if you say, would you rather be hit by a bat or an anvil? I'll take the bat. But... You have to be in a fight with somebody and if it's too heavy and they can't swing it. And what if, like I said, the door comes off on the swing, then the typewriter goes across the floor, then you don't have a weapon. I think the VCR, yeah. not only that, if you do get somebody down, you can use the cord on a VCR to choke them. Not all typewriters have cords. So I'm going to go again, VCR Dylan, we'll let you solve this issue. So I partially reject your hypothesis, Mike, because you're, you're, you're talking about grabbing these by the doors or the flaps something heavy like this, you grab it like that. You, you, you caveman it, you break your caveman, break your fellow human's head for their meat. Um, I mean, typewriter, it's heavy. Mm -hmm. It's got fiddly bits. You can break off and like do the Wolverine thing where you fiddly bits, fiddly (laughs) bits. It's a technical term. I went to college for writing, so I would know. Um, And it does have a ribbon in it. Uh, uh, Typewriters most of the time do have ribbons. So you've got bash bludgeoning, strangulation piercing damage like those are two out of three of the big D triangles and that's good enough for me i was worried when zach said typewriter because i'm like man i have to defend the vcr all right <laughs> no uh typewriter there we go okay. you know i'm gonna fight with you dylan I, th- I think that you're wrong here uh and here's why <laughs> here's why because easily a vcr can be grabbed by the by the cord and swung around overhead and and whipped around in, in some sort of uh fashion that would be a terrifying and b gives you the length that you would need so unfortunately dylan you're incorrect it is vcr it's got to be a hell of a cord man i've never known any electronic device that has a cord that's solid that you could swing a vcr on the end of it oh yeah i've done i've definitely swung a vcr by a cord many times <laughs>
<laughs> All right, over there. Uh, like, what would I call you? That, that's that's a chaotic, evil thing to do there. So yeah, you don't swing shit by the by the cord. <laughs> Any it's outdated. It's outdated. It's outdated technology. I swing it by the cord. Ah man, my kid drags shit by the cord. Drives me nuts. It wouldn't believe how many of these headphones I've had to replace. Good thing is GameStop has a crazy, stupid deal on headphones or crazy, stupid insurance. <laughs> so I've had about thirty of them, and they only cost me like three dollars to replace every time. So thank you, GameStop, for the one thing you do well. <laughs> Besides your stock going up to four hundred and some dollars and breaking the bank on a bunch of poor schleps that got in too high. But you know what? Fuck that. That's not GameStop's problem. So I think. I'm going to guess that somehow or another typewriter went on to the, to the next round, even though, or no VCR VCR went on or did we, let's see, which one is it? So VCR is going on to the next round. Now Dylan chose typewriter. Nothing is sacred to Zach. He changes answer when I agreed with him. (laughs) All right. So, so yeah, VCR going on to the next round, sadly, or happily I'm happy, but yeah, I'm kind of, I do like to see the boys fight, so I guess this is always a good sign. So I'll stay out of the middle of them this time because I know they're going to disagree, and I'm, I'm, I'm here for all that. So we're going to see what we got here. Pager versus a fax machine. Which one of these is more useful to this day to a drug dealer? Dylan, you can start this one out. Uh, pager, because you don't leave a paper trail. Pager, it's like, hey, uh, small – what's a drug dealer name, Zach? Jimmy Scrambles. Jimmy Scrambles. Yeah, old Jimmy to, Scrambles. Jimmy Scrambles needs you to call him now. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what that is. And then you call him and you have a voice and you say, hey, I want to buy some of your best drugs for an affordable price. And they're like, all right. And then you arrange your meeting and you do your drug deal. Facts, you get like a sheet of paper. You, sh- you try and shred that. Those shreds are going to be around. You try and burn it. There's like a, there's an ash. There's ash in your cigarette tray or something. Cops are going to get there. FBI is going to get it. You're going to prison for uh, whatever big business drug people do nowadays. Oh, you are so wrong. <laughs> you are sorely mistaken, sir. Okay, obviously a fax machine is way better for a drug dealer. And here's why. Uh, for some reason, you were only assuming these are illegal drug dealers. Uh, no. Uh, there's also dispensaries. There's also uh, prescription medication where they are actual businesses that require things, including paper and paperwork. So if you go to a drug dealer or any business and they're still using uh, pagers, you're like, what's up with you? If you go to a drug dealer and they have a fax, you're like, oh, this guy's got a business going on. He, the he's only, some, yeah, the only, communicate. Just communicate. <laughs> The only thing a fax machine is useful for in a drug deal is trading it for drugs because it's so big. Incorrect. Also, the fax machine can be used as a VCR-like device, whipping it around by its its thing and using it as a weapon. If I get hit by a pager, okay, it's snowing or something, whatever. I'm going to pick it up and use it as a prop. The fax machine is a scarier device. It is a more useful device, and it shows a level of professionalism, Dylan. You have a fax. You don't have a goddamn pager. I don't have a fax machine. What are you talking about? I don't have a printer. Oh, I do. F- physical media is dead. I have a fax. Yeah. I also have a pager. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, how old are you? 73? You're old. Close. Close. Okay. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know which way I want to go here because, as we mentioned with the fax machine, shockingly, faxes are still used today. There's some mm-hmm. places that will not accept digital signing or even if you took a picture of things, they're like, no, you have to actually fax it. It's like a picture of my signature is better than a fax in my signature. I don't understand this at all. So 
Yeah, faxes are still used today. And as Zach said, I didn't even think about this, but this is the way the whack brackets break sometimes. Is he came up with the legal drug trade, which I didn't even think about. So, as well as he threw out the word communique, which sounds like some off-breed martial art that the guys from Street Fighter would use. So, yeah, that's see, what you do when you whip it around. Yeah, that's right. That's it's called the, <laughs> the helicopter. That's right. Yeah, the communique. The communicopter. The the communicopter. (laughs) Jesus. So so with that said, the pager, I don't really think that I've seen The Wire. Most people have seen The Wire. Have you seen The Wire, anybody? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like Dylan's argument was, was that you leave a paper trail. Well, you also leave a phone number trail unless you use the poor encoding that the guys from The Wire do. And then you're still going to figure it out if you got – What's the name? Plezbalewski or whatever on your team. But uh, Malarkey? Yeah, him too. And then the, finally, the thing that really set me to, even before Zach's argument to the facts, is when you were talking about Jimmy Scrambles, that just sounds like a guy that works at the Waffle House. That's not a, <laughs> where, that's not wait, a drug deal. Mikey, where do you buy your drugs? Huh? The, waffle the Waffle House, house. I guess. <laughs> You're right. I can't really argue with that. <laughs> But, also, but who, knows, who knows how to use a pager right now? Dylan, if you were given a pager number, do you know what to do if given that number? I have a cell phone, no. Exactly. Pagers are dumb. I'm also not a professional drug dealer. Because you don't you have know. a fax machine. Because you don't have a fax machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pagers are more fun, but fax machines probably more useful. And besides that, if you have a pager... And you're a drug dealer. You're still going to have to go to a phone, and you're going to have a trail of who you called, etc. So yeah, I'm thinking, thinking fax machine more useful. So we're going to let the fax machine go on the final round against the VCR. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the question being, you have a great, 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 great grandchild, and you have to defend the usefulness of a VCR versus a fax machine. Which one of these is easier to defend the usefulness of, the VCR or the fax machine? I think, Zach, I think it's your turn to go first, buddy. Okay. Easy. Very easy. The VCR is something that I think is going to go down in history as one of the greatest devices ever used. If you think about the way media is transmitting itself right now, if you watch a Star Wars on Disney+, Plus, which is electronic, you're not going to see the regular Star Wars. You're going to see whatever update you get now. Now, I have a VHS copy from 1980 of the original Star Wars that has the original cut into it. I can always go back to that and plug that thing in and make that thing work. Uh, You are showing a level of nostalgia. You're showing an art science. It is like listening to a record, which will never go away. Like Dylan has said many times, and I'm excited for him to try to fight this. The VHS is the record of the visual medium. You can't forget about that. It has a quality to it that it it will be surpassed by nothing. So the VCR will always last. Uh, The documentation on the uh, VHS tapes will always be there. That is a, uh, to me, something that I'm going to just teach my great, great, great grandkids is put that thing in there. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't open that tap <laughs> and go ahead put the tv on channel three and let's watch this movie you just threw eight millimeter film right under the bus when you were saying the VCR is going to be. Nobody watches eight millimeter, <laughs> except the movie Eight Millimeter, which I, is a I weird love movie. Ethan Hawk. <laughs> that's not Ethan Hawk. That's a Walking Phoenix. Movie. Oh, I think, I think it's Eminem, right? Eminem. About <laughs> <laughs> so. him trying to be a movie star. Yeah, yeah, he lost. He lost himself in the music in the moment. Yeah, Mom Spaghetti. We all know it. Yeah, it, Mom Spaghetti's on Zach's floor right now. So. So that said, Dylan, what what do you have? Um, I disagree. I this is an eternal sticking point between Zach and I. I don't think the VHS is going to be as nearly as beloved as the record, despite the words he put in my mouth. Um, so we're looking at a situation where I have a great 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 grandkid. Mm-hmm. Presumably, this is like two hundred fifty years in the future. Maybe. This is at the point where humans have like probably devolved back to tribalism and we're doing like hunter gatherer, like spears and stuff. Mm-hmm. If I'm walking into like an abandoned shopping mall from the early, you know, the before, before back when, you know, humans had a society that spanned the globe. What am I going to point to them as like, that's good salvage. You can trade those pieces for more meat. I'm going to look at this little thing with a slot in it. And it's like, yeah, I got a little spool. I have some pieces of copper. Or I'm going to point to the big honking thing on top of the desk and be like, you can disassemble that and sell that for scrap. And they're going to go next door to the warlord's house, and they're going to trade that warlord all the mechanical pieces so he can improve his war rig. You don't get that in a VHS, uh, VCR player. There's not enough in there to increase, like, your security around your compound. You got to get that fax machine. You got to disassemble that fax machine and trade its parts for food and medicine. So I'm going to say fax machine. Yeah, little known fact: um, the majority of the actual vehicle that the guys in Mad Max drove around in was a repurposed fax machine. See, yeah, it's a thing. So director George Miller, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he was smart. He got a hold of Mel Gibson before he turned out to be a complete racist. So that was yeah, a good before movie. anybody knew about it. Yeah, I guess he probably was a racist <laughs> before then. It's not one of those things. It is one of those things I think some guys get into later in their life nowadays because of the QAnons and all the whatnots. But yeah, back then, uh, you didn't have as many avenues for racism. So yeah, I think you're I think you're born a racist and raised a racist and probably continue to be a racist. Not that Mel Gibson's a racist, but if he were, he would say really bad things about Jewish people and other <laughs> minorities oh, heaven knows that hasn't happened yet no I, I don't think that's happened at least not not more than a few times i mean you got to give somebody a break everybody hollywood's makes. forgiven him so hey yeah they have. they have but as far as uh typewriter versus or not typewriter as far as the vcr versus the fax machine i told here, you typewriter should have won yeah well the thing is is it's a good thing it didn't because if it did it would have lost this round because like we said not as good a weapon in if this if Society has devolved, like you said, Dylan, in that case, you need that corded device. And in this case, we have two corded devices. And actually, yeah, if you look at it, yeah, the fax machine actually has the phone cord and the cord. So, yeah, you can you can actually, like, swing it both ways and wrap somebody in. We're assuming <laughs> some real – say you can use it as a as a kid's toy as well. So this is great. But as Keep far in as mind, in the, in the future, we could show people the VHS tape of Mad Max, which I do have, and tell them, hey, this is how the future should be. No one is going to show anyone a fax of anything in the future and be like, hey, look how cool this uh, piece of paper uh, was. 
Where's the electricity coming from to run your VCR? Wind. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. So, yeah, I don't know because to me, a VCR's only usefulness now versus new media devices is the fact that it is analog and you can record porn on it without having to ever worry about it getting caught in the cloud. The problem is you could never explain to your grandchild that that's a usefulness. So at that point, all real usefulness is for the VCR, except pornography, which is going to be hard to explain to your grandchild, uh, I think has been lost. Whereas a fax machine, like we said, we agreed that fax machines are still used to this day, and they should not be. I have a bad, bad feeling this is going to be one of those things like the DMV, which should have been deprecated many, many years ago. But for some fucking reason, people are still going to be using fax machines in the year 2500. We're going to be Jetson style flying around in flying cars, literally doing everything else. And yet you're going to have to call on a landline to fucking get your prescription confirmed at the doctor's office. So I'm going to think that the fax machine still useful, even if society devolves. And if it doesn't, then, then it's useful. It's useful if it, it's useful if it doesn't devolve. It's useful. If it does devolve for Dylan's reason of building cars and weapons of mass destruction out of it. So I'm going to go with the fax machine here. Yeah. Well, I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. You've I could have got the arms of your VCR to fall back into. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch Mad Max right now and go. I'm gonna look for VHS or VCR parts or fax parts in this movie, and I'm gonna tear it apart. I'm gonna text you all night, and I'm gonna send you one page that just says eight three one. Oh well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take your tape when you're not looking, and I'm going to put tape over the little notch hole, and I'm going to record a picture of my butt for about twenty minutes and show you what VCR tapes are good for. Fine. I'll watch. I'll watch it. I won't I like it, to, but I'll watch it. I thought we had to do your highest level of Patreon to get that sort of footage. <laughs> That's my OnlyFans page. Well, you have to be a guest more than three times on the show, though. Once you get that gold jacket, then you also get the weird okay. VHS tapes of butts. Yeah, what, what is the record? What is the record for people that have been on your show before? That would probably be the center cut guys. I think they've been on. They've been on at least. Three long episodes and three short episodes, I think. So, so yeah, they All they right. are they are the runaway winners right now. I, I think you guys, with this being the third episode, I think you'll probably be tied for second. I don't think I've had anybody on more than you guys. It's How many people have had you on their show? I don't know. I was yeah. really thinking about that the other day. I think I might be up to about ten, at least ten now. So I'd have to oh. go through and, and figure it out. It's been been interesting so I've, I've been on another run where i've been on a few shows again lately so it's been it's been fun i really enjoy as much as i enjoy doing the white bracket stuff i enjoy being on other people's shows as well it's probably even more just it gets me out of my comfort zone this is my comfort zone being stupid and goofy and, and i've actually been on several episodes recently where uh i had a two-hour long discussion that originally started about steven universe and then turned into discussions mm-hmm. about uh family and uh transgenderism and all kinds of interesting things and uh, i was in take up space podcast and it was another serious podcast where i talked about quitting my job and starting my own business i'm jealous of you guys i got i gotta get to the number of podcasts you guys have to do and to do that i had to quit my job so you guys yeah are well ambitious. <laughs> D- dylan, dylan works like dylan still has yeah. a job I, I i don't i don't do anything but podcasting dylan still works 40 hours a week 
shit, man. While, while also writing our scripts and also writing over podcasts and doing our stuff. Uh, but for the record, if anyone listened to this, we will fight you on this show. If you, <laughs> if you <laughs> think physically you could, with a VCR, yeah, it, yeah, or fax, whatever Dylan has, or typewriter. But if, if you think that you can outfight us on whack brackets, we would love to have you on here. Uh, well, I'll fight anybody about anything, and I'll probably win unless it's to Dylan for some reason. Which you're wrong this time. Well, you guys ought to reach out to the guys from the Center Cut. They're great. I've had them on, like I said, uh, Masashio Podcast. You know, I think I mentioned both those guys on your episode. I love both those guys and both those sets of podcasters. And the Puzzle Mind guys are great, too. And I could sit here and name off about 37 other podcasters, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my, waste the rest of our time together. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys uh, tell people how to reach out to you on your social media platforms and tell them uh, how to contact you, the phone number to call to uh, leave a fax and fax Zach. Uh, uh, congratulations for losing in the final round of whack brackets. Yeah. And, and also my lunch earlier, which is upsetting. Uh, but yeah, if you want to see the stuff that me and Dylan put together, the things that Dylan write and the things that I talk about way too much, you can always go to some nobodies.com. You can check out our Patreon page, which is obviously patreon.com backslash some nobodies. Uh, the shows that we do, a uh, weekly show, we have Sundays called Talking Upstream. Uh, Mike was on the show a couple of weeks ago. We had a great time creating a, a very weird concept. Um, but yeah, you can see us interview uh, cool creatives such as Mike at Whack Brackets or uh, a lot of other people. And then we help uh just make new content we also have a live version that goes on tuesdays on twitch called twitching upstream where we take a lot of suggestions from the comments and we alter our story based on what people tell us to do which is uh very cool for us that means we don't have to think as much stuff if you want to listen to some of the stuff that dylan writes uh silicon angels is our award nominated podcast where we go over uh the it department phone calls of a sex robot shop we also have the podcast, 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 the podcast show where uh, Dylan and I sit down and try to find the worst podcast and then review them roughly seven at a time. Some good ones, almost all bad ones, though. We have a bunch of stuff coming out soon. We have a movie that we're making. Uh, we have another podcast that Dylan wrote called Create Your Own Pod Venture, where he wrote a full story, 19 episodes, seven different endings, and you can kind of uh, pick which way to go and how you choose and the own decisions that you can make. And that actually story is based on some weird, uh, not outdated tech where somebody puts on glasses that tells him what he needs and when it highlights a human uh you have to decide if you're going to eat this human or try to engage this human a very very weird story but anyway check out everything we're doing at some nobodies go to any device outdated or modern or in the future however you're doing that and just type in some nobodies and you will see the weird stuff that we're gonna do i don't know that's probably it everybody will be listening to this both in the future and in the present i think that's the way that time (laughs) travel theoretically works is that we're all in different time lines correct i don't know everybody's moving through time i'm moving through it one second per second (laughs) one second per second is that like (laughs) is that the film rate of what a vcr is like one second Uh, it's it's a it's a little bit faster which is why you get those flickers but it's not Uh, worth doing the math all right yeah math for idiots so with that said you can reach out to me on the instagrams and the twitters i don't even think i said that during our last episode but i'm going to tell people now i'm at whack brackets uh, you can also reach out to me on – you can reach out to me via email. You can send it to anything at Whack Brackets. You can send it to momspaghetti at whackbrackets.com. I'll get that. Um, anything you want. If you get a few minutes, feel free to leave us a review, either these guys on any of their podcasts or me, preferably on Apple. But I'll take it on any platform if you want to go out and leave me a review on – uh, blockbuster video I'll, I'll take it i don't really know what it'd be good for but i'll take the review so with that said i will close up shop and let you guys go 
And I want to thank Dylan and Zach for being guests again for the third time on the Whack Brackets Contest. And I will let you guys say goodbye on the way out. So we'll see you later. Dylan says goodbye. All right. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.